Sometimes a photograph uh, is very good because someone looks at you. Uh, you know, it gives you the feeling that you're there. The person who looks at the photograph sees, you know, this is the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very often, yes, I try to just um, be the fly on the wall and uh, just capture whatever happens without interfering. Mm-hmm. Street Unplugged by the Street Photo Collective Luxembourg. Hello everybody, welcome to this ninth episode of our broadcast uh, podcast series Streets Unplugged from uh, the Street Photography Luxembourg Collective. I'm Paolo Lobo, I'm very pleased to be here with you and especially with our guests of today. It's um, someone, some of you probably know, Dirk Mevis. Hello Dirk. Dirk, (laughs) is it Dirk or Dirk? Uh, Hello, Uh, I don't know really. I mean, I always tell people what I think they are the most comfortable saying okay so Dirk yes say Dirk that's fine so thank you for accepting our invitation for this uh, uh, small conversation and uh, we have with us also Patrick Hoffman and Eric Engel uh, helping us with the technique so I, I won't forget to name them and also I I mustn't forget to name the place where we are uh, recording the podcast it's the usual place it's the Bonavisa Stuff and we are very happy that they always welcome us with such uh, warmth. So, Dirk, um, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. Well, who are you? <laughs> That's the big question, big first question. And then especially, what's this passion of photography? For photo- photography? Where did it come from? Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yes. Um, so who am I? I don't know, really. Um, so I was born in Luxembourg. I have another profession besides photography. Uh, but I'm very passionate about photography and I've always been. Um, I had contact with photography quite early on with my, my, my father and my, my family in general being um, very uh, interested in the medium. Um, so I, I've been taking pictures as a little kid with my, my parents' cameras. Uh, and then all throughout my life, on and off. Uh, and then, of course, during high school years, it became a little less and um, at university. But it was still present. And the big, the big push came when I went to the US for professional reasons. Um, there I got to know um, a lot of people that were very much into photography and in particular street photography and this kind of rekindled my enthusiasm and um, yes and I've kept it for since That's ever since where it's, where it's the spark <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it became a fire yes. <laughs> and tell us um, you are one of the uh, founders of uh, the collective of our collective. Uh, uh, back to 2012 or 13, I guess. Uh, uh, is it right? Yes, I actually, I'm, I'm not one of the founders, but um, I joined very early on. Yeah. Um, back in 20... 
11 or 12 when I came back from the US. Um, I, I obviously had this very strong interest in street photography. Uh, but there wasn't much else around, so there was Flickr back then. I don't know if anyone remembers, but uh, that was uh, the platform. And there was not much of a Luxembourg community. And back then, uh, Paul contacted me. Paul Bintner. Paul Bintner. And um, yeah, I don't know. So uh, one thing happened after the other. And so we ended up with this collective. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, organizing little events and mostly trying to get together and trying to join forces uh, in our common pursuit of uh, photography. Okay. Was this um, this uh, uh, important? I mean, the, the the fact that you joined a collective, because if I understand, till then you 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 were a little bit on your own, or, or maybe not in in the states. Then no. Were, yeah. So. Yeah. I had kind of a community in, in the US, um, but then I came back to Luxembourg and I didn't really know anyone who, who was doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yes, of course, it's it's easier if you're not alone, uh, if you can join, your, uh, join others and, and who share the passion, who you can nerd off with and uh, mm-hmm. who you can discuss pictures with. And, and also it gives the thing you're doing a certain importance okay you know if you're just doing it on your own then at some point you're thinking like what's the point yeah but uh, if you know there's others who also care about this then you know this just gives it a little okay. different slightly different status <laughs> what has changed in these 10 years uh, i mean the collective was founded in 2011 we are in 2023 from your point of view what has changed in luxembourg in relation with the practicing of street photography? Oh, a lot of things. Uh, so one important thing, of course, is the advent of social media, Instagram. Uh, basically, everyone photographs everything around themselves all the time now. So, um, you know, it introduces a lot of new elements in what used to be a very nerdy thing. Um, then Luxembourg has become much bigger, more international. Ten years ago, when I would go to the to the to the city center in lunch break, I would always see the same people. I would always be worried that there's people from my work, mm-hmm. and I'm holding my lens in their face. So you know that it kind of inhibited me from taking pictures. Nowadays, there's so many crazy people around. I mean, seriously, you have yeah. to just walk in the city center in lunch break and open your eyes. It's crazy. And uh, there's obviously a lot of material. I mean, I'm sorry to say it like that, but <laughs> there's a lot of things going on that are kind of worth considering with your camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have uh, experienced the, the, the evolution from um, yeah, um, not a small town, but a very quiet t- town towards, as you say, a very um, cosmopolitan town and also with lots of accidents. <laughs> I mean, in the Quartier Gare, for example, mm. the atmosphere has completely changed in, in, in a few years. So, yeah. as you say, uh, things are happening today that we didn't even think about a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can talk about you, your your way of going into the street and your way of looking at things. What what are what are you looking for? Um, how do you prepare yourself? Whenever you want to shoot some pictures in the streets, in the urban space, uh, wha- what is your focus? 
Are we are we talking technique or? <laughs> I mean, uh, the question is open, so yeah. <laughs> it's up to you. What does what motivates you? So I, I think since I change all the time, I'm not the same I was 10 years ago. Um, the way I take photographs is not the same that it was 10 years ago. So early on, I was very much inspired by by uh, all these American documentary photographers like uh, Robert Frank and, and Walker Evans and so on and this kind of gave me this more sociological or how do you say that like you know I was just interested and I wanted to see and, and capture what I see and you know give me like a moment to look at what I saw mm-hmm. and think about it um, then later I, I really very much like this this British humoristic view on street photography. Um, and now, I don't know, I've, I think I've become a bit more calm, a bit more quiet. I don't really, you know, need to get into people's face anymore. Um, lately, I've been trying very much to focus on composition, to not care about what's going on, but just trying to get the image right, just as a mental exercise for myself and then not care so much about what comes out but then later just see you know did something come out or not um, that's what I'm doing right now more um, and it's very gratifying for myself so I really enjoy that um, I think you know since we talked about social media one of the things that it um, that it does, which I don't like so much, is it distracts you from uh, taking photographs. I mean, it's a good medium to kind of connect, but um, if you're trying to, uh, you know, to get likes or to get liked, (laughs) (laughs) then it's kind of a distraction from from taking photographs. And um, so right now, I'm I'm trying to slow down and trying to you know just not care and uh, and um, focus on on you know some basic things like composition or you know colors yeah yeah uh, kinds of stuff. When looking at your pictures, uh, I've been following you for a long time, so yes, I can sense this uh, difference, this uh, evolution. But we also also al- always have the feeling of. Um, physical uh, feeling of, of the place you know and of the framing mm-hmm. we can really look through your eyes and think about the framing you are mm. proposing us and mm. the composition you know this is um, something I feel when I look at your pictures I always have the feeling I I, I am looking through your eyes so. like the fly on the wall <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah that's true I think this is something um, it has always impressed me and you know like many others i'm i'm also a photography nerd i just like how stuff looks on pictures mm-hmm. it's just like something that excites me um and you know and then the next step is you know i i sometimes you know you come this this feeling where you get outside in the morning in june and you just smell the first time and it smells a bit like summer or something you know this this kind of atmosphere, that's also something that impresses me. And so one of the things that, you know, that always, um, 
that I that I've always tried to achieve, maybe was to to capture that and to put mm -hmm. that into pictures. And uh, you know that's why I'm very mindful about distractions because distractions they keep you from doing that because mm -hmm. then you have this thing like, oh, I need to capture two guys who do funny things in the street or something. That you know you're not open to yeah. what's around you. Yes, I understand. Yeah. And that's something that you know matters to me and. And also that I want to have in my photographs, and yeah, you know, yeah. with more yes. or less success. True, that's what I I appreciate in your pictures. It's uh, it's they are not uh, focused on the big things or big accidents or big anecdote anecdotes. Uh, mm. As we say in English, anecdotes, <laughs> no stories uh, that are spectacular. Mm. But you you are very uh, interested in small things, small details, small gestures. Also, also the way the the light is falling on people and on the place. So mm. that's what I meant when I uh, was saying before that we are really yeah. very sensitive to your way of seeing and feeling things. Okay, uh, you never. Uh, in, it's seldom the case in your photos that people are looking into the camera. You are very attached to this notion of candid moment. Um, that may be true. I don't know. Uh, I. I mean, sometimes a photograph uh, is very good because someone looks at you. Uh, you know, it gives you the feeling that you're there. The person who looks at the photograph sees, you know, this is the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but very often, yes, I try to just um, be the fly on the wall and uh, just capture whatever happens without interfering. Mm -hmm. This is, I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, it's part of this, you know, experiencing the moment and experiencing what's going on and conveying that or how I feel it or how I see it mm -hmm. uh, rather than, you know, setting it up, setting it up or trying to construct a narrative uh, that, uh, you know, that's someone else's style, it's mm -hmm. not mine. Are you working on, on series? Uh, do you think... Uh, on basis of series of pictures, or um, I would say more and more. Um, I mean, the problem with street photography is obviously that you know it can be just a collection of individual pictures, and then okay, maybe the bigger theme is our society or our town or I don't know, Luxembourg 2022. But <laughs> it's still quite a vague connection between. The different pictures but um, more and more I'm trying to or I have ideas and try to get into storytelling um, and creating more um, more complex sorry, mm -hmm. more complex series um, that have uh, that have an internal connection mm -hmm. where you know the individual image has less weight and the whole, the whole thing has a, a slightly bigger weight. Yes. And where can we uh, see this series? Is it is uh, the social networks? Is this the good place for showing the series, or how do you do it? Obviously not. <laughs> um, social networks are meant to connect to other people. They're not meant to. Uh, the format is just not made for that, in my view. Um, but of course, some elements of individual series um, are. Uh, on social networks, so I post pictures that are part of something else. Yeah. Um, but then on the social networks, they take on a different meaning. They take on the meaning of one individual picture, which uh, 
in a few weeks will no longer be visible in any stream or feed. Will or be forgotten. <laughs> 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 okay. Yes, but um, yeah, that's that's an issue. Um, how do you get this together? And I don't know. I mean, especially uh, usually classic or in a classic fashion, you would say, okay, you need to make a book. Um, I think that is difficult more and more. Uh, so you need um, you need to establish that. So that's also something I'm thinking of. Uh, to um, how to create platforms that actually um, uh, foster the storytelling by photographers and you know give them a, a place to to put their work. Um, yeah. So uh, I have a lot of projects. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about? Some projects uh, which are going on, or is it too too no no too I secret? can I can I can I can. It's just like you know, since there's nothing concrete tomorrow, I'm I'm a bit hesitant. But obviously, uh, I can talk about this. So uh, one project is um, a series of zines um, that we plan to bring out with a number of people who are also involved in the Street Photo Collective, um, and. Um, which would provide a platform like that, not in the form of a book necessarily at this stage, but to start off with um, with smaller projects mm -hmm. in the form of a zine. Um, and we, we, so this is fairly concrete. Um, we plan to have some first outputs uh, maybe for the Street Photo Festival. Uh, collective organizers which will happen in may which next. will happen in may so mark your calendars um so there's some something coming up um but i i, I don't know if i can be more specific right now because um, i don't want to put uh, unnecessary crash, uh, pressure okay. so keep tuned <laughs> keep, stay, you have stay to keep tuned, stay yes, tuned yeah. yeah okay good yeah. You, you um you do uh, mostly color pictures but also black and white um Usually, if I'm not wrong, black and white is more analog pictures, or am I wrong? <laughs> um, no, uh, I recently heard a quote from uh, a very nice street photographer from New York, uh, Ruben Redding, who said, black and white is for the winter. <laughs> so okay. I took his, um, his advice. I bought uh, a lot of black and white film. And uh, shot a lot of black and white during the winter, but I think in general I'm a I'm I'm a color guy. Uh, apparently I'm color blind. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's new. <laughs> that's, no, no. So when you do these tests for the driving license, um, oh, okay. the result was and it's consistent. It's just you know I have to deal with it. Uh, but so I guess one thing that you see in my pictures is also. Um, the fact that I see the world a bit differently from you, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's how. Yeah, I, because yeah. I, I associate you a lot with the color mm. pictures, and uh, I, I always say mm. that I myself have a little bit problem problem shooting in color. So mm. Mm. black and white for me is easier. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I admire a lot of people that are really consistent in their way of looking at the world and using color. Yeah. And really, I I, I, I see. I recognize your style, not yeah. only from the framing, from the composition, from the moment, the candid moment, but also the way you, you treat the color yeah. and the light, of course. Well, it's just an additional language, no? So black and white, you have one dimension of information. You have the, the lightness contrast. 
if you add color, you have also color contrast, so you have another dimension to deal with. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's magic, it's just a matter of getting used to and, you know. But in Luxembourg, people say uh, usually, oh, in Luxembourg, it's not a good place for color. But you, you, you would say the, the contrary, probably. Because lots of your pictures, good pictures, are taken in Luxembourg and are in color. I think that's just an opinion, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, what, what does it mean? It's not a good place for color. It, it means we don't have yellow bananas in the trees. Okay, <laughs> sure, I agree. But... Um, in the end, you know, you still have a certain color palette yeah. in Luxembourg. And yeah. if you choose to depict that, or if you don't choose to depict that, that's you, your choice. Your you know, choice, it's, yeah. it's not, I don't know if, if you can say good or bad, it's just different. It reminds me of Ari Gouria, you know, when he was here. And uh, uh, he, yeah, I he released, that. He released yeah, a book yeah. now lately or a few years after his passage in Luxembourg about mm. Belgium. Mm. And it was in color, I think, no, because I, he said at one moment that he was at one moment he was taking pictures in Belgium in black and white mm -hmm. because he couldn't see color mm -hmm. in his uh, use. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, he, he found the color also in Belgium. And lots of his uh, iconic pictures are uh, in color are taken in, in yeah. Belgium. Yeah. I always thought Belgium has great colors. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's really something I thought physically in yeah. my mind, yeah. or physically. Um, I thought of. Uh, Sometimes we have to go away from our place but that's, just to that's have a exactly look. <laughs> a point. So one thing, you know, when I was in the US, uh, I was on some Luxembourg photo site. I'm not going to say the name, and I posted pictures, obviously, from where I was, and a lot of the pictures were from the US. I did one series, for example, back then on a boxing club. So they had in Washington D.C. a boxing club for uh, kids from lower social classes, where they kind of took them off the streets and they gave them boxing mm. lessons and they took them to competitions and so that was really cool and here a lot of people liked those pictures not necessarily I think because they were good pictures but mostly I think because they were something that they had not seen mm -hmm. so it was there's this exotic element and sometimes you need that to you know to be motivated to take pictures because um, you know when you walk around in the city and you've seen the city all all the time for the last 30 years and okay maybe there's some not so much exciting stuff mm -hmm. a priori mm -hmm. for you there but then you know maybe something else triggers you to to get an interest in taking pictures and an interest in color and then you come back and you say like ah yeah okay there is a certain color palette here and you know maybe i just didn't see it or i just just didn't you know mm -hmm. like that for example uh, recently, I've been very much into Fred Herzog. Mm -hmm. I don't know if mm -hmm. you know the guy. Yes, He's a German, German who moved to Canada. Okay. And so uh, what's very um, st striking in his pictures are all these colorful um, lights, light signs that he photographed back in the 60s in Canada. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he's German. He came from the Schwäbische Alb. <laughs> mm -hmm. So he was used to no color at all. And then he comes to Canada and he sees all these big signs and these colorful sidewalks and all that stuff. And so he was like, whoa, this looks so cool. I need to take pictures of it. So, you know, in his job, he took pictures of teeth. He was a tooth technician or something. Mm -hmm. And so this was something that motivated him and it got him out on the street and got him to pick up a camera. So 
you know, sometimes you just need something to to trigger to that. To trigger you, yeah. And it can be uh, the, the being inspired by yeah. some work from another photographer or yeah. from another artist, yeah. yeah. Because you are you are yeah yeah you have uh, mentioned a lot of photographers, so you are really you love this. I mean, the cultural, the photographic culture. Yeah, of course. I I think so. I mean, are you really a photographer if you don't care about other people's photography? I mean, it's. To me, it's it's like a language. So obviously, if you you know if you like writing in French, don't you have an interest in French literature? It's, it's like you know, or also for the nerdy parts, like you know, how do you put something, or how do you uh, how do other people do it? How do they tell a story? And you know, and then of course you think of yourself and how would I put a story? In? Good. I don't know. Okay, um, tell us a little bit where we can, where our, our people, our listeners can have a look at your pictures. I mean, Instagram, of course, but you have also an internet website, or yeah. So I, <laughs> uh, you know, the the usual problems. So I, I have one Adobe site. It's, uh, I guess, um, on the Instagram page you find links to most uh, sites um, but I'm also working on a new website uh, on my under my name dirkmavis.lu mm -hmm. which is already online but there's not it's not yet perfectly organized but mm -hmm. there I try to to organize things more in in projects mm -hmm. uh, and in you know meaningful subsets okay. of work mm -hmm. because you know I've been taking pictures for forever <laughs> so I have so much material that you know the difficult part now is more to kind of put it together and to okay. to organize it to to get something out of it rather than um, you know taking the picture per se. Although that's the fun part. But okay, good. You also uh, experience a lot with um, the, the cameras. I, I, I understood. No, with yeah. the medium format, with the analog yeah. cameras. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you assume yourself as a nerd. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm but just, in contact with I'm others. <laughs> with other nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so I take a lot of photos in uh, with film. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I've done that in 2012. I'm doing it now. It's, uh, it's something that comes back and goes away again. Because film, you know, it is a bit more tiresome. So you have to do more things before you get a picture in the end, but um, but it also it's just it's awesome. I don't know if you if you look uh, recently. I took a couple of pictures with the large format camera, and if you blow them up, I mean it's just unbelievable. And you know I post them on Instagram, which is ridiculous because <laughs> in your phone is smaller than the negative. But yeah, yeah. you know the the potential that you have is just. Just unbelievable. What's good is there is a new, uh, big interest towards analog analog pictures. Yeah, so it's good and not we're not good. alone. <laughs> it's good and not good because you know film is sold out all the time. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and but, prices uh, are getting higher. I can say for a medium format and large format, it's uh, it's not sold out all the time. No. So that's so that's that's the, that's the advice you give. So. Go to medium format <laughs> and large format. Yeah, you so won't have problems finding I mean, the picture, the film. I have a couple of 35 millimeter cameras, but to be honest, you know, to get 35 millimeter film to look really good, it's a lot of work, and 
probably some people will never manage. So if you want quick gains, go go for medium form. The big, yeah, the big because, picture. you know, there you really, it's, it's very obvious, it's very clear, and, uh, and it's easy to achieve okay. in comparison. Uh, one last comment about, uh, actually, you know the pictures I, I asked you to choose, a small selection of pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe because we will post them together with our the podcast that the people can have a look at them. So uh, w which are these pictures? Uh, uh, obviously, I don't have prints, so I have to look <laughs> show at them. <laughs> yeah, show them at my phone um, and I have to pull them up first. I don't even know. I think uh, so. I, what I sent you was um, mostly street photographs from 2022, 23, okay. no, 2022, and maybe 2021 a little bit. But that's the, as you said, it's mostly street photography. It's it's actually mostly what you do. It's street photography. You, you have other kinds of uh, pictures or, uh, or subjects that interest you. I mean, yes, yes, uh, of course. Um, so no, street photography is my kind of my bread and butter. Uh huh. Um, It's what I do on a daily basis, I would say. Okay. Um, because, uh, you know, I just, in lunch break, I very often just take yeah. out the camera and walk around. You don't need a commission. You don't, you don't need no, exactly. someone to tell yeah. you, uh, ah, go and do. And it's a little bit, you know, um, it's a bit like hunting. Although I don't like that term because it yeah. makes you look like a hunter, sleazy, <laughs> sleazy guy who, who wants to take something from other people. But yeah, let's say it's like looking for gold. Uh huh. Yes, so, better. You know, you walk around and sometimes you find a nugget, and you know, every day you think like, oh, maybe today I'll find, you know, an even bigger one. And, yeah, yeah. And that's it's a better comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and no. I think actually it's a good one because um, you cannot force it. Yeah. So no one can. Bruce Gilden cannot force it. Yeah. <laughs> He's only great because he took a lot, a lot, a lot of pictures, and yeah. then he has a few that are great. That's what everybody will tell you. Yeah. Great street photographers. I you have so, to yeah. do. You have to walk in the streets yeah. and yeah. open your open your eyes. Yeah. 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 And then one thing, uh, if I can give advice, <laughs> yeah, to people who are not uh, photographing for. Uh, photographing for such a long time it would be mostly you know learn to cut out pictures you know learn to get rid of stuff okay uh, if it's half good it's not good okay so that's really really very very important and it's often overlooked that you know you, you can post everything nowadays and it's very attracting very you know It's very tempting to, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to post everything because it's easy. That's also the pressure the social <coughs> networks are putting on yeah. us. You know, yeah. we have to feed them. That's the distraction. That's the distraction. Yeah, That's yeah. The distraction. So your advice is to be more strict on our own pictures. Yes, be disciplined. Be honest with yourself, and you know. And sometimes, of course, um, ah, we have some. Ah. <laughs> uh, and sometimes, of course, um, it's not easy to be strict on yourself, and sometimes you're you're changing your mind afterwards and that's okay yeah, you okay. cannot foresee the future but um, um, most don't. of the time you know when in doubt don't post don't post okay <laughs> <laughs> that's an important advice so we found your pictures now thanks okay. to Patrick yes so uh, that's uh, how many of uh, 10 pictures I uh, think I think you said between six and ten so six I, and ten. I just chose a couple without any 
without any specific order. Okay. So there's one picture of a guy who was doing some kind of weird yoga in the park. <laughs> and okay. he did it in between two trash cans. And I was just, I just... Very interesting, you know, yeah. the there's position, so, so the placement. Many, so many questions. And then he had also his jacket just underneath Below. him, which looked like <laughs> he had pooped it out or yeah, something, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But um, it was just too good to pass up, so... I yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, I mean, you know, you can say, okay, I stole that picture from him. But on the other hand, you know, why Why is the guy in the middle of the park without T-shirt doing yoga? I don't know. I mean, so somehow there's this... I take a picture of the public space. There's someone who's providing himself in the public, in space. The public so, space. So, you know, it's uh, an, you know what... It's a, a give and receive... As you give, I receive. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm just basically documenting. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's have a look very quickly at some others. So is this to play with the light? To yeah. yeah. So there's this um, kind of almost desaturated um, <coughs> picture. This I took actually in um, Nicosia in okay. Cyprus, mm -hmm. uh, in the Turkish part of the capital. Um, I was there last year and... Um, just a crazy place okay. I mean if you um, you know with all the war and everything going on this is occupied territory people somehow try to deal with it and if you if you look at it you see that you know it's not um, it's not a normal situation for people to be in mm -hmm. so someone somewhere has some ideas about you know what belongs to him and what doesn't and mm -hmm. what policies should be. And then there's the other side. There's, uh, you know, the people who live there and who try to make a living. And uh, yeah, so it was a place okay. that was very impressive for me. Uh, so I took a lot of pictures there too. Okay. This is also... This is also, uh, there's a picture of a couple of guys playing at the sea. This is... Um, in Paphos, also in Cyprus, um, and um, here, obviously, the, the the chill atmosphere, the almost adult guys playing around and having a fun moment in the sun uh, was something that and I found impressive and perfectly graphic, graphical. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's my thing lately, like color composition, okay. these kinds of things. Okay. Small uh, exchange moment in yeah. some exotic place. <laughs> yeah, so one thing I always like very much in street photography, but I'm not very good at actually. Um, but we have some people in the collective, like Mark, who is very good at that, um, is to put together random things into a composition that kind of makes, or that makes sense compositionally, mm -hmm. and then gives a new meaning to, to things. It's, it's, it's a very difficult... Um, very difficult, let's say, genre of street photography, mm. but it's. I I really love that we have these people, and, yeah, you yeah. know, that they make good work because it's, it's it's always fun, and so I try to make one of those. And uh, yeah. the this, richness of yeah. diversity. <laughs> this was uh, in Budapest, in, uh, okay. in the castle well, district. Well, we don't have that much. It's a little bit the the the, the, the same approach, color yeah. composition, moment. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> Just red and yellow. 
Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we were in Luxembourg. Yes. And I mean, I, I saw the, the trash cans and I thought like, mm, this okay. would be cool if someone <laughs> would walk past in yellow. Okay. And uh, it Or happened. in red and then, you know. It happened. It happened, <laughs> both of them. Okay. Like the miracle of the moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this this I like. I mean, it's... Um, the strangeness of composition and of the, the people where they are placed. Yeah, exactly. And so this is a picture at the tram stop. And um, actually... One thing that intrigued me was the guy who's on the phone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there's obviously something going on. He um, looks very concerned. Or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who knows? Uh, and I think this is one of the pictures that work better in when they're big, blown mm -hmm. up, because um, it's the details that matter. It's some. It's a picture where you have to look at for a while, and you know, enjoy the details, and then and ask the, yourself the drama starts working. What's yes, happening? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's another thing with uh, with social networks. I have to say that you know because your screen is so small that yeah. you look at it. And the, then you those pictures that work the best are those that have a very strong contrast or a very stark element somehow. But you know, it's not a medium really for, for nuanced, nuance. For nuance, uh, no, nuanced, no, no. Uh, it's not a medium where people are doing all the time like this. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is also a beautiful <coughs> personage. Yeah. So this is just a street portrait. Yeah. Um, this one I didn't ask. Usually I ask for street portraits, but um, sometimes if you would, then you would destroy the, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. the atmosphere. Yeah, you so. would look at the camera, actually, and he would be yes, in, and then in a, relati a relation with you and not in his uh, thoughts. It becomes something okay. very different. So this was just some guy in the, in the tram. Okay, maybe a last one, and then... Uh, yeah, so what attracted me here in the first place was the light. Uh -huh. um, that actually bounced off uh, one of the buildings in, in the city center. And then um, some other person walked into... So I, I took like 15, 20 pictures here. Okay. And then some other person walked into the frame and... And it happened. It, it, it added, worked. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. for me it added like another, another layer of contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so you uh, spotted the place? Yeah. And you waited and you tried? Yes. Uh, yeah. yes. Okay. Well... Let's uh, invite uh, listeners to go to our uh, Instagram account and uh, uh, maybe our, our website also to have a look at this series. Mm -hmm. uh, well, in the meantime, <laughs> we are uh, getting close to the end of our podcast. So uh, it was very um, interesting talk with you, Dirk. Thank, Thank you. you very much because yeah. um, we have a little bit more insight into, into your approach. And also lots of adv advice. So <laughs> one uh, very important: yeah. uh, be more strict on your pictures. You know, do yes, not show no, everything. <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, to um, to figure out my my negative sides lately. You know, like write them down just to figure it out. And so one of them is that I'm a know-it-all, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if I've been too much of a know-it-all. But uh, you know this. Um, so okay. Yeah. So you are a little bit auto criticizing so, yourself. Well, I think it's important. It's important. Okay. So um, uh, you know, if there's advice, you know, take it or not, it's up to you. <laughs> but you know, it's just well, thank you very I much. Yeah, it's very very nice uh, that you uh, have had this chat with us. Um, thank you very much to Patrick, to Eric for the technique, and to Eric's brother for the remix of the podcast. And uh, well, so um, see you very soon in yes. another uh, series of adventures in the streets and um, especially our festival which will be soon but we will 
come back to the festival very soon with a special podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>